Hi, everybody. It's uh, Joe Chaffee here as we do some weather in 10 and uh, take another look at what's going on with our potential tropical cyclone in the Northeast Caribbean. It has been a rather frustrating process watching this, uh, getting very slowly better organized. And I want to emphasize slowly, although we have noticed that in the last couple of hours, <clears throat> at least on the satellite, and we're at 3.17 Eastern Time, uh, this area here has actually uh, gotten a bit <clears throat> better defined. There's been a, a definite increase in convection, particularly what's going on here on the northern half, where we're seeing a fairly impressive burst of uh, thunderstorm activity going on. And we'll see what the reconnaissance aircraft finds. It's been there all afternoon, flying all over the place. One of the problems is is how is this this thing is actually structured? Uh, it, it it's not we ha it doesn't have that closed low that closed circulation it hasn't quite gotten there yet. There's still a rather broad area of low pressure. Uh, there's a, a what we refer to as an inverted trough, uh, which is a trough that kind of looks like this, and the you know, your, your low pressure here. And you got this little rise up, so there's actually lower pressures as you go to the north and east into those isobars. And what happens, what I think may wind up happening is that if this convection that's going on now in this northern side continues to increase, we might start to see some kind of circulation center form underneath that convection. So that's something that we'll be watching uh, for clues. Uh, I have noticed that the winds just south of uh, Puerto Rico have gone north and northwest, so that could be a sign that, that the, some sort of low pressure is trying to develop, and that's really what's missing here, and it's, of course it's impacting how the models are behaving going forward, but it's still a, a fairly impressive-looking system that continues to move along, actually, <coughs> excuse me, racing along at about 20 to 25 miles an hour to the west-northwest. Also want to point out, by the way, a very large tropical wave that is south and west of the Cabo Verde Islands. It is disorganized, but uh, we can see a little bit of turning going on there, so there's likely uh, uh, some sort of weak low pressure here. Now, whether that winds up developing down the road or not remains to be seen. Uh, I didn't notice whether the, uh, I didn't see that the models did anything with this, so we're just going to continue to simply focus our attention on uh, the uh, potential tropical cyclone. Here's what it looks like on the close-up view. You see the expanding convection that's going on over the Leeward Islands and now starting to see <coughs> lead clouds and rain moving into Puerto Rico. So uh, I'm going to run through some of the model guidance that we, we have for this afternoon and then take you on a trip through the, through the models themselves so we can figure out or if we can at least get some, some sense of where this is going down the road. First off, these are the hurricane tracking models. And what we're noticing here, overnight, they actually all went south and clustered over the big islands uh, as far as the track is concerned. Uh, we're now seeing that uh, there's a bit of divergence. Uh, half the models are tracking more toward the northern part of the Dominican Republic and then up through the Bahamas and then turning up the east coast early next week while the others are going a little more to the south 
and moving into the northeastern Gulf of Mexico before making the turn. But they all have that arcing turn because of the high pressure that is off the east coast. And, and that's going to be one of the uh, important steering mecha mechanisms in all this, that ridge that is sitting off the Atlantic seaboard. Here's the uh, look at the GFS. These are the ensembles. So you have the GFS that you see on the maps, and then there's a whole bunch of different members to that GFS. Each one has some different parameters in it, so they all come out with slightly different solutions. And you, you, you basically look at it as a sense of where the average path is. I'm not a huge fan of them if you, only because of the fact that uh, if you use averages, you're going to get average results. And, and, and the point is to try to get better than an average result. But you'll notice that the GFS, when you combine all the different members, and of course, as we go out in time, 28, 40, uh, 24, 48 hours, 96 hours, 144 hours, you see these members starting to go wider and wider, but they're still not, they're still kind of clustered. Uh, most of them are clustered right around that average there where it takes it just east of the Florida coast to just right along the North Carolina coast and then passes south of Long Island and just south of Nantucket uh, by the time we get to uh, a week from today. So uh, certainly a lot of time to watch here with how this is all going to play out, but the models are still kind of going with the idea that this thing is going to come up the East Coast in in some fashion. The Hurricane Center's official forecast from earlier today, and you see where the strongest winds are right now. They're occurring over the, uh, over the Virgin Islands, the northern leewards, the Virgin Islands, and some gales now moving uh, toward and over Puerto Rico. And you see the track of the 34-knot winds. That red area is a 70% uh, probability of, uh, of, of uh, gale force winds over the next uh, 72 hours. And you see how they kind of, uh, that's sort of like that nose, that narrow nose that goes uh, over all of Puerto Rico and then over the northern part of the Dominican Republic. The overall track uh, from the old forecast, now this is from the midday forecast that the Hurricane Center uh, brought us, uh, tracking uh, just east of the uh, Florida coast. I'm sorry, uh, just west of the, the of, of the Florida west coast. So it actually drives it into the northeastern Gulf of Mexico. But uh, the uh, the cone uh, that gives you the eastern part of the eastern flank and the western flank has gotten actually a bit wider than what it did yesterday. And, and no doubt it's a reflection of what the models are doing. Some of those the hurricane tracking models showing that uh, widening divergence there uh, as far as the tracks are concerned. So again, I, I don't think we're going to be any closer to figuring this out until we wind up getting some kind of <clears throat> closed circulation and get this upgraded to uh, a tropical storm. And by the way, it's it's going to be pronounced, if I got it right, it's going to be pro it's pronounced Isaias. Okay, it's Portuguese, Isaias. It's the Portuguese way of saying Isaiah or Isaias. It's Isaias. So here's your track from the Hurricane Center's official forecast, uh, just with all the other stuff taken off so you can see. And we have, by the way, uh, tropical storm watches that are now up for Turks and Caicos and the southeastern Bahamas, in addition to the tropical storm warnings that are up uh, in for the Dominican Republic, for Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, and the northern leewards. Okay, uh, a 
a couple of ways sometimes to get clues out of this is to look at what the Weather Prediction Center folks are doing with the seven-day rainfall map. And one of the things that's coming out of all of this is that it looks like we could be going into a bit of a wet pattern here with everything going on in the eastern seaboard. And if you follow the max area of rainfall, uh, it suggests that the at least the weather prediction folks are kind of thinking that this thing may wind up uh, turning uh, nor going northward and going north northeastward along the Carolina coast and going out from there. Notice that uh, the red area signifying uh, two and a half to three inches of rain, uh, making it to the Hudson Valley in southern New England and of course over New Jersey and points south. So that's an interesting development uh, from the folks at the Weather Prediction Center that uh, take care of the rainfall forecast. So let's start with the European, which today actually went a little bit further to the north on today's run. It closes off a low. Uh, it has a uh, closed off low here uh, for, uh, by tomorrow morning, sitting right on the easternmost tip of the Dominican Republic. So it looks like it just basically straddles the north shore of that island and then emerges out into the southeastern Bahamas by Friday. Uh, it's east of Miami. Uh, on Saturday. And by the way, in terms of strength, it basically has it as a tropical storm. It doesn't strengthen this to a hurricane. And then from there, it slows it down off the Florida coast on Sunday, south of Charleston on Monday. And then I will switch uh, views so we can take a look from there. Uh, we have a low in Delaware Bay. So it's in Delaware Bay come next Tuesday morning. And then it's out and gone in the Gulf of Maine. So this would suggest, at least, if this is going to turn up the coast, that we're going to get some rain out of this sometime, uh, I would say, late Monday or Monday night uh, and on Tuesday, and then coming to an end maybe during the day on Tuesday, if the Europeans' timing is correct. We are, uh, we'll look at the GFS, and the GFS uh, is actually... Uh, not that far away from what the European did uh, in terms of the track. Uh, it, uh, it'll start back, let me start back from the Atlantic view, from the tropical Atlantic, uh, the, the, the Western Atlantic view, and we'll, we'll roll it uh, to, well, we'll just give it a minute, for, a second here for the maps to load up. All right, there we go. So there's our low on the approach. I'm still missing a few of these maps here. The data is trying to come in. So uh, we'll start with this morning uh, in the northern leewards, uh, kind of jogs to the west. And all of a sudden, you've got this center jump on the, on the GFS. And maybe what this is is the model picking up on the fact that, that all that northern convection that's developed that we showed you earlier, that perhaps a, a new low center will form near where that deep convection is because suddenly – the GFS center jumps it north of Puerto Rico. Then it's got it back, uh, just kind of nudges it to the west after that by uh, by uh, uh, tomorrow after by tomorrow morning, and then uh, sort of zigzags it along through the Bahamas. But it also takes it east of the Florida coast. It really never gets it that strong, uh, be, perhaps because the upper air is not all that favorable. And then it ultimately gets absorbed by low pressure that's coming out of the lower Mississippi Valley, which is part of the equation here with regards to the overall track. And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, put up the upper air. We're going to go to the European now. 
I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you, but it really is. It's so complicated when you have to, uh, when you're dealing with these tropical systems, watching these pieces come together. But of course, again, it's, it's the ridge that's off the Atlantic seaboard right here. Here's the western edge of the upper high. Right there's the upper high. And you have this uh, trough that uh, we're seeing this deep trough i'm trying to get a decent color here go back to the reds i guess there we go and you know there's there's your trough out to the west and of course your alleyway is somewhere in here where you're going to see the uh, system try to move up around the ridge and the approaching trough that is uh, that is there out uh, to the west Running. This is on Sunday, and that uh, flow remains southerly here into Tuesday or south-southwesterly. So again, at this point is where the Europeans got the low somewhere in Delaware Bay. And, and, and this, this trough here that drops down into the Great Lakes is pretty impressive. It's rather deep. And if that verifies, uh, it certainly would mean that, you know, the system is going to make the turn. I just, the question I think is going to be in terms of Strength. If we have a slightly stronger system, it's going to wind up being a little bit further to the east. And you may take a track that's up the eastern seaboard. If it's a weaker low because of its interaction with the islands, you may wind up with a low that goes up further west and inland. I, I think either way, we're going to wind up getting some rain. At, we're going to wind up getting some rain out of this. Uh, certainly with the upper trough swinging east. It argues for a much wetter, wetter pattern before early next week. Um, just having a tough time talking through this today for some reason. All right, so you get the idea, folks. Uh, we really, I wish I could have come on and said, you know, this is what's going to happen and be definitive. Uh, it's just way too early for that. And we're just going to have to be very patient and Again, once this, this a low closes off and we get this upgraded to a, a tropical storm uh, where the system has actually become uh, better organized, uh, it'll start reacting. Uh, uh, the models, I think, will start getting a better handle on it rather than this, this uh, amorphous open trough that we have with a, a low in there and and uh, you know the, that, that sort of disorganized look. The more organized the, the system is, the easier time the models tend to have with regards to handling it. So uh, going forward, uh, we've got obviously no problems for the rest of the day, although it's been a really strange day. Uh, the humidity has been hanging tough over a narrow strip along parts of the coast, not all of the coast, but go inland in New Jersey and back through Pennsylvania. The dew points have really dropped off nicely into the 50s, even though the temperatures are well up into the 80s to around 90 no issues tomorrow. There might be a late shower or thunderstorm, and then maybe a couple of showers and thunderstorms running around tomorrow night into Friday morning as this weather front moves on by. And then it looks like the dew points will take a drop and the temperatures will ease a bit for Friday and Saturday. And then as we get into Sunday, I think the atmosphere at that point will be starting to prepare for whatever it is going to happen with this tropical system um, coming out from Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and the Dominican Republic and the Bahamas and off the east coast of Florida, perhaps. We'll see. 
All right, so tonight, 7 o'clock, the Joe and Joe Weather Show. So please join us on, on YouTube. I'll put the link up on Patreon. And uh, we'll by that time, we'll have all the new National Hurricane Center advisories and their forecasts, and we'll, re, we'll uh, discuss what their logic is and, and, and what they think is going to happen. And who knows, maybe they'll be able to close off a low and we'll have uh, Isaias. Uh, by uh, by uh, tonight at seven. All right. So we'll see you then.